Anyway, thanks for coming to the community outreach meeting for Medford Cannabis. We are now um, in City Hall and we are going to start this meeting once again. So today we're going to be talking about a couple of things. Um, I want to make sure that we give you all the information you need and you can ask any questions you want about Medford Cannabis. Um, we're going to go over the, the type of, of uh, marijuana establishment that's going to be at the proposed address. We're going to go through the application process to receive a license in Medford. We are going to go through information, hopefully that will be adequate to demonstrate that the location will be maintained securely. The steps that we're going to be taking to prevent diversion to minors, as well as sales to minors. We are going to give you information about our plan to positively impact the community, and we will give you information that's adequate to demonstrate that the location will not constitute a nuisance. Um, you will get information about the applicant, ownership, experience in the adult use marijuana industry, and you will get his contact information. The community will then be allowed to ask some questions and receive answers. So welcome to the meeting. Thank you for signing in. My name is Manny Greenspan, and we're now calling this meeting to order. The first segment is the application process, and what pretty much involved to be a Medford cannabis facility. Back in March 5th, the application was made available to the public. They have said that, the city of Medford, Applications for retail marijuana establishments must be submitted and received by the city no later than April 30th. The Cannabis Advisory Commission then completes a screening of the retail applicants. They'll have it done by May. After that, the applicants who have met the standards of the city of Medford will be invited to schedule community outreach meetings, which we're here today. After the community outreach meeting, the CAC conducts a detailed review of the applicants. We have 10 calendar days to respond to the requests, and then the CAC will, will provide a ranked list of applicants to the city, to the mayor. The mayor will review them, select applicants to which uh, to negotiate a city host agreement. There will be no more than three applicants will be granted these host agreements. Applicants with approved host agreements may apply for a permit we have special permitting after that point in time we go to zoning and then the cannabis control commission so we are looking to open an adult use marijuana facility at 26 mystic ave in medford we're conducting this community outreach meeting so you'll have the opportunity to meet the members of the community We'll have the opportunity to meet the members of the community, and you can meet them and talk about their qualifications and commitment to the city of Medford. As longtime residents of Massachusetts, both Paul and his daughter Amanda understand the importance of community and understanding to take the responsibility for a shop is not only you're going to contribute to Medford, but this is their home, and it's important that they run an establishment that will work well in their house. So the executive management team, maybe they can say hi. Uh, it's first Amanda. We tell you a little bit about herself and kind of the plan of, of what we're looking to do. Thank you, Manny. Well, you're welcome. Hello, I'm Amanda. I'm the executive director of the Cannabis Control Commission. 
Hello, my name is Amanda Ferrazzi. Um, I am a Medford taxpayer, and I actually live just up the street, so not only is this my community, this is also my home. Um, I've been a lifetime resident. Um, I could almost walk here. So I really want to not only meet expectations, but I want to exceed expectations. This is my home. This is the place I have to drive by every day. This is where I shop, work, and live. I want this to be extremely, extremely nice. I want to better the community. Like I said, this is, this is my home. Um, I have previous experience in the cannabis industry. I work and we own a retail cannabis facility in Fitchburg, which I will let my father explain to you more. But we, I really want to emphasize, we are a family-run operation. That is how we run our current can, uh, retail cannabis dispensary, and that is how we intend to run this one. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, comments, if you call us or come by our store, you are going to get someone that is part of the family. Everyone that has any decision-making capabilities is part of our actual family. You don't have to wait for someone to contact their supervisor for a corporate company who's based in Colorado or California, and it might take you hours. We, we try to promote a small family-owned feel. So we encourage anyone to call us, come by, and we like to treat our customers um, like family as well. Our goal is to really provide a business that not only um, beautifies the town, but I have extensive experience working, which I will get to later more, for the United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. So I am really trying to provide a workplace that fosters diversity, and respects cultural differences as well as gender differences and racial differences and provides a safe space for both customers and employees to foster either their consumer experience or their work experience. Now I'm going to introduce my father, Paul Ferrazzi, so he can tell you a little bit about himself and his experience in the cannabis industry. Paul is also a Medford taxpayer and like I said, we live down the street and could walk here, so th this is our home. Thank you. <clears throat> and I want to repeat, this is a, it's a family-run and family-owned business, and uh, if, if there's any problems, they'll, they'll be nipped in the bud right, right in the beginning. Uh, there isn't any other decision-making things, and uh, we do have another facility, and uh, we, we actually pride ourselves on going into, into economic areas. That's why we picked uh, Fitchburg because uh, of its status. And I think we have helped the community there you know, a lot. And we, we work closely with the mayor there. And uh, our security systems uh, exceed well and above whatever the CCC or the city of Medford uh, requires. I don't think there's a square inch of the facility that doesn't have the camera on it and it can't be monitored or, or run back you know, at any time. So I think we run a, a clean uh, you know, establishment and we, we take all our product in out of sight of anyone. We'll, in this particular facility, we'll have a loading dock which won't be seen from the street and people don't have to worry if something is coming in or out because they won't even see it coming in. That's you know, part of what we try to do. We try to blend with the community, and uh, I hope we can, we can be successful here. 
Our next section is zoning compliance. The property is located at 26 Mystic Avenue, Medford. The regulations for the city of Medford require a shop to be 500 feet out of, uh, away from any school, kindergarten through 12. Um, this is a map of the place. We've had it measured, and it is 500 feet away from any pre-existing public or private school, K through 12. Um, in operations, we can pretty much talk to Paul and Amanda who will kind of address this. We work towards nuisance avoidance. I mean, the last thing that anybody wants to do is be a nuisance to the town and that they're in. So this will go through some of the the security, uh, the security things that are going to happen as well as the actions that happen in and around the building to prevent it from being a, a nuisance and basically make it a, a good part of the community and adding to the community, not taking it away. Amanda? Yes. Oh. One second, I'm just looking for my license. We're going to talk about nuisances and safety and security. Hello, Amanda Ferrazzi again. I am here to just take you through some of our operations and uh, security procedures, safety, things like that. Um, as far as impacting the neighborhood, we're hoping to have nothing but a positive impact on the neighborhood. I think uh, my father, Paul, previously touched upon how from previous experience, um, I'm gonna take this down so I, you can hear me a little better. From our previous experience at our other location, we really pride ourselves on always having a separate entrance out of sight from the general public or the street or customers to receive all deliveries, whether it be product or cash. We like having it not visible from the street. The feedback in the local community that we're currently in has been extremely positive. And even our vendors who are the delivery people really appreciate not having to come through the front door with dollies full of either um, currency, or product. So we really pride ourselves on having a separate area out back for all of that to take place. Um, we also are going to have plenty of off-street parking, so we don't anticipate increasing the traffic flow at all. As I said, I live very close and I could almost walk here, so this is my home and I don't wish to see any more traffic, but anyone who's traveled Mystic Ave and that area knows um, it, it is tired and it could use some beautification. We really hope to make, um, from the renderings, a very well-manicured property with beautiful landscaping. We have done this at our previous location and we're trying to improve the community. I'm trying to improve where I live, where I shop, where I work, and my home. So this is our business, this is family run. We want it to succeed and we want each other to be safe when we're in there just as much as we want our customers to be safe. So. I think like um, my father expressed, there is not one square inch that is not covered. We cooperate with all local and state law enforcement agencies that would like to work with us. Now just um, getting on to some public health questions. Um, all of our employees, well first of all, when you come into our store, we're going to have educational material available. I pride myself on education as in in general, but especially when you come into our store, we plan to have and we will have, which we currently do have at our other facility, all sorts of um, 
educational materials printed out that people can read to learn about the effects of cannabis, how to consume safely. Um, in addition, though, our sales associates or bud tenders, whichever you uh, prefer to call them, will all have one of these. They will all be registered Massachusetts agents. They have to take a responsible vendor training class. After um, said class is completed, they must get a test. Um, if they pass the test with an acceptable score, then they are issued one of these. These must be on our employees at all time with name facing out. Um, they then at that point will be considered to have a level of knowledge sufficient to serve the public so they can best pair the right customer with the right product because we want our customers to leave happy and it's not uncommon that we get calls after from customers um, thanking us for pairing them with a fabulous product and they really liked it. So we want them to come back, we want them to feel safe, we, we want our bud tenders to have the best training possible. Um, as far as security, I think I've pretty much um, covered that. I, I can't go into specific details of exact security plans because um, it will foster criminal activity if you know exactly how to take down our systems. But if anyone has any specific questions, my contact information is provided in here. I am happy to speak with anyone on an individual basis if they have any um, security concerns. Um, the things that I can go into are, of course, no one under 21 is allowed on the site for any reason whatsoever, even if they are a baby being accompanied by an adult. 21 and over on the premises. We have state-of-the-art um, scanning systems to scan IDs when you walk in so we can make sure that there is no underage persons coming in. We also do a second step at the register, which we're going to implement if we are lucky enough to be chosen to do business in Medford, whereby we have the um, customers then show their ID to their individual sales associate before they'll even be helped after they've been scanned and let in by our security. Um, we also have security personnel that do um, laps around the premises to look for any suspicious activity or signs of loitering, things like that. In addition to cameras, it's nice to just have someone physically go out and do that. We very much pride ourselves on controlling the flow into and out of the business, which has become increasingly more important in COVID times. We want everyone to feel safe. Um, I don't wish to get sick, and I certainly wouldn't want anyone getting sick by being a patron at my business. Um, we're a woman-owned, uh, we're, we're a majority woman-owned store, so I take that very seriously. We also try to work with other minority and woman-owned vendors to help um, support other minority and woman-owned companies throughout the state. So you will see some women-owned products in our store if we are lucky enough to be selected. And that is about all for that. Would you like me to go into the positive impact or would someone Please. else like to talk? Okay, well, Please. if you don't mind hearing some more from me, then I will go ahead and start with our um, positive impact and talk about diversion. Um, preventing diversion to minors. Um, our computer systems are quite complex. Everyone that comes in, it is there's a, a limit of how much they can buy in a day. This is set so that it 
deters them from then going and selling product to minors. The limit that they are allowed to buy in one day does not make it economically profitable to then go sell. Um, if someone comes in and has already bought their limit, they will be turned down. Our computers physically won't let us sell any more to them. They also very well might be shut away at security. So we have a three-tier system to prevent that. We have initial upon entry and our security booth with the scan, we will see how many times they've been in that day. If we see that they've been in a few times, we'll make sure we mention it to the correct bud tender. They will be alerted. Uh, our computer system then will check to see how much they can still buy that day. If there's anything that they are still legally allowed to buy, we will sell them that, but no more. If we get repeated offenders to this, we do cooperate with all local law enforcement agencies because the last thing we want to do is have any minors get in possession of cannabis. Um, they need to be 21. <laughs> So again, if anyone has any questions on um, diverting uh, diversion plans, I fully welcome anyone to contact me on an individual basis. I'm happy to speak with you, email, phone, whatever works best for you. I'm even happy to set up an in-person meeting. Now moving on to our positive impact plan, which is probably my most important thing when it comes to this whole process because like I said this is my home and I really want to see a better community here there's always room for improvement so a few things that we specifically are going to do um, to help improve the community this is something I will be doing personally twice a year I plan to host at the library I'm going to do a seminar where I teach people how to improve and create resumes in the current job market, it is very competitive. As we come out of a global recession, due to a pandemic, jobs are at a premium. And it's very important for adults to be able to put their best foot forward. And I found through my experience, um, I have had extensive experience working in economically empowered areas. I have um, volunteered my time at the Malden, I am a licensed Massachusetts attorney. I have volunteered my time at the Malden District Court in the housing court sessions, which predominantly deals with Haitian Creole population. I've worked with many interpreters. I have been practicing in the probate and family law for seven years, and I have also worked at the United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. So I consider myself having a pretty good grasp on where people need to improve on those types of things. So I would like to personally get involved and help the community. Twice a year I will be advertising with plenty of notice and hosting seminars, um, as I just mentioned, to be able to help people with putting together resumes and if they need help with specific job training skills, help pair them with the correct course or certifications that we can boost their resumes to make them competitive applicants. Um, we all need to work together in this post-COVID world as we crawl out of this pandemic so that we can economically get back on our feet. And I would like Medford residents to be at the forefront of the job pool. Um, we also are going to, this is another personal project of my own, we are also going to be providing educational scholarships to local residents, obviously ages 21 and up, to increase their job marketability. 
Um, we're going to do that once a year and we will be selecting applicants based on different criteria so they can further their job skills or education to make themselves more competitive applicants. I would love nothing more than to see the unemployment rate in Medford go to zero. Which brings me to my next bullet point here on our positive impact plan. We're going to be hiring at least 15 people. I anticipate it probably being over 25 people in sales, inventory, and security. And being a former um, employee with the United States Equal Opportunity Commission, I am really striving for a diverse working environment that fosters creativity, safeness, and a way to express yourself where you will not be judged. Um, the last thing that we plan to do to help positively impact the community, which I will ask my father if he has anything to add on, we plan to work with any um, local nonprofit organizations um, that are designated in high impact programs to enhance the community where we live. I know there's um, in 2021 through 2026, Medford has a capital improvement plan, so we plan to participate in that. At our current facility, we'd like to take part in all local cleanup days, and we often volunteer our employees, which usually results in our, ourself going in person to help with various beautification projects around town. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? I can't. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't mean to ramble here for everyone. Um, but just for one example, at our other facility, we help beautify the rotary in which our facility sits. Um, like I said, this location is, this is my home, this is my community, so we really would like to beautify the area, and it, it, the area could use some beautifying. And I hope to be able to do that, I hope to be able to lower the unemployment rate, I hope to be able to engage personally, not only just financially through scholarships, but through my own time working with the local adult residents to help better their lives. And like I said, it would make, nothing would make me happier than to see the unemployment rate in Medford drop to zero. If anyone has any questions on the positive um, impact plan, did I miss anything, Mandy? I've said a lot, and I'm sorry. We're now gonna open up the floor to the public for the question and answer session. Have any questions, answers? Um, for, for the team? <laughs> no. Yeah, you come on. Shake hands. <laughs> we'll have to elbow up these days. Maybe the elbow maybe. Yeah. Yeah. At least say hello. <laughs> so I guess if there are no questions from our large audience. Oh, ma'am in the back, do you have any questions? Pleasure to share 
our vision for Medford Cannabis, and I really and truly hope that we are lucky enough to be selected by the town of Medford to conduct business in Medford. I would love nothing more than to help out my community. We thank you 